And that uh, there is Cope spokesperson Dennis Bloom ending that report by Dabat Sutitsi and Molewekhing Sibidi in Johannesburg. Still on this, we're on the line now to the General Secretary of the Progressive Professionals Forum, Luther Libelo. A very good afternoon to you and thank you very much for speaking to us. So just in terms of your organization, the PPF, you intend to ask the Finance Minister Malusi Gigaba to hold off the implementation of the FICA bill. Is this correct? Yes, yes that, that's correct and thanks for inviting us. Uh, and we just want to start that the PPF is against illicit financial flows, money laundering, base uh, erosion and profit shifting. So we support South Africa's membership of the FATF, which is a global organization. So there's no question about this. Our our concern about the bill is that the bill arrogates the powers of the enforcement agencies in the hands of the banks. And you are saying that is unconstitutional because in terms of Section 2053, the police are the only ones who can who can investigate a possible crime against yourself. So if you look into the current bill, which is most South Africans are not aware, is that now all of a sudden the banks have got powers to now, after getting an inspection report from the inspectors, to now say, Satisha uh, has got these transactions that are not clear for us. We are going to freeze her bank until we run a particular process. Now our issue is that in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a capitalist society or in a, in, a, in a society that we live in today, a bank account is the worst thing that you may not... I mean, I mean not having a, a bank account is as good as being closed out of the, of the, um, of the trading space. So you can't you can, you can, you can do your work, you can't run a business, you can't do this and that and that. And we are worried because banks have proven themselves to be very corrupt and colluding that the banks are given those powers, which is against the Constitution, are going to abuse that for their own end. Hmm. But but you're saying, can I interrupt you there, Mr. Libero? You are saying that this is actions which are meant to protect me as an individual. But then you're saying that, are you saying that banks will arbitrarily do this, that there will be no notification of any sorts? Are we certain that this is a procedure that they will follow? Yes, and I don't know how much time I have, but, but, but let, me, let me just quickly explain. So as we speak today, and because there is a creation about a lot of people creating an impression that we, we do not have an, a law that protects against money laundering and all that. As we speak now, there is an act, the FIC uh, Act, where this thing can be protected. Now, how it works currently is that there is a committee of, below, I mean, consisting of SARS, SAPS, Home Affairs, and South African Reserve Bank, where the inspectors report to that committee and that committee is going to make a determination. So what is good about that committee is that it, it belongs to different institutions and therefore there is objectivity on what they must do with a suspicious account. Now what the new bill is doing is abolishes that committee and it positions the bank to kind of be that committee. Now if an inspector comes and, and that's why we also had this thing and we're very happy that the, uh, the, the president and parliament have changed it. In fact, the banks, the, the, the inspectors were given power to come to a house and, and, and search the house without a warrant, which is, which is more dangerous. Now we're happy that that has been changed. But what we are still unhappy about is that they will come to a house, search the house, come back and give that information to the banks. The banks will, without asking you for an opinion, they'll just send you.
account on the basis of that your account is going to be frozen. Now, imagine if you, have, if you are running a small business, your account is frozen for three months or four months. It, it, it messes up your business. But secondly, is the, is the, is the judgment on the public opinion. Because once that is known that Satisha's bank account has been, has been frozen uh, because of these suspicious things, who's going to do business with you? If you are an employee, you are already in the public opinion of suspect of a crime. And then that's why we are saying that part must be changed. We want the law enforcement agency in terms of Section 285 to still be the ones who must make a determination of guilt or, or innocence. Because, because if you do it the way the bank does it, you become innocent. I mean, you become guilty before you become innocent. So, so the bigger crime of the PTF is exactly about that. But there are other sectors, and that's what I'm saying. I don't know how much time I have. But, okay. but that's the point I, that we are making. I, I do want to ask you, though... Um, about uh, a statement made by your colleague, um, Zaniel Mani, he says that this is a very dangerous piece of legislation, that we are all going to be embarrassed by this. Could you just uh, tell us what does he mean by this? Do you uh, know the reasons why he uttered the statement? Yeah, let me, let me explain the statement that he uttered about, about the NG, which was not such a taken out of context. So the, the issue that he's raising is that if, if, if I, if I, because there are two things there, so the bank will have power to declare you something called TEP and TIT. So TEP is politically exposed person, which is what the global board wants all the, the, the associations to declare. But so this act goes even further and gives what we call TIT, is, is, is an influential, prominent influential person. Now what it does is the bank can declare you a, a prominent influential person simply because you are taking so and you get SAFM and they say you can influence over over society and then they can declare you like that. Now, if if you are a small business person and you want to contribute uh, uh, some funding, uh, some donation to, to TPF or to ANC or to whatever party, they can then declare you a PLT and on the basis of that, freeze your bank and on the basis of that, you won't be able to, to deposit your, your donation into hard organizations that you want to, to donate. So the context that you are raising in the NC was just an example of how this thing can get abused and the damage that it could be used. Because we know that banks are not angels, they are not innocent. They work with some other unscrupulous people, and then they are going to use this opportunity and this power because they are private citizens. They are going to use this dealing with some of the people that they want to deal with. I mean, one of the questions that you must ask is that the state, the state commissioner went to Parliament two weeks ago and said this country has lost 60 billion rand of illicit financial flows uh, this year. The question becomes, how did 60 billion rand leave this country through our banking system when the banks want to speak now have got powers in terms of the new act to stop this thing? So, so when the deal is green, it's not right. going to stop what the problem is. It's going to Mr. Lebel, I'm afraid we have run out of time, so we're going to have to leave it there. But thank you.